Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 149 of Process to Profitability. Messaging is a big part of what business owners think about, especially when they are trying to market and sell. But so many times we're trying to change our messaging because we feel stuck when that doesn't really address the issue. Alex Shea joins me today to help us figure out why we're really stuck and why messaging isn't the problem. We dig into why we want to play with our messaging as a first response and what's actually behind our feeling of being stuck. Alex shares why it's so important to address the root of the problem and clarify without tinkering with our messaging. Alex is a multifaceted creative entrepreneur who enjoys slow living. She ran a successful copywriting business before finding her calling as a coach, helping courageous humans who want to do life differently, break the cycle, regulate their nervous system, and reclaim their reality through radical self-awareness and self-worth. Hi, Alex. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I introduced you at the beginning of the show, but I'd love it if you could tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do and your business journey. Yeah, absolutely. So I am, gosh, I have been I've done so many things. I started as a journalist and then I became a copywriter and started a business and ran that business. And then I transitioned into coaching. So that's currently where I'm at. And yeah, it's been, entrepreneurship has been amazing and scary. And um, yeah, I've loved it. I've loved being able to work for myself. And that was always the, the dream for me as like a 15 year old. So, <laughs> so I'm doing okay. <laughs> That's awesome. I know so many of us kind of fall into entrepreneurship. So I, I think it's really cool that you knew that this is something you wanted to pursue, you know, way before you were doing it. Yeah. I like when I was in high school, I, I started working at Chick-fil-A. That was my first job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I immediately knew that I did not want to work for anybody else. Like if I had my choice, I would work for myself and make my own schedule and all of that. And so it's it's just really cool that I I was able to, to do that and start that. Um, and it happened at the beginning of the, because of the pandemic, I guess. Wow. Yeah. It's, it would happen because of the pandemic. Um, so, wow, that's, that's cool to think about. <laughs> so I think it makes sense that you went from being a journalist to a copywriter. I've heard that from a lot of people, but I'd love to know then how you got into coaching from that. Yeah. So when I was a journalist, I, and a copywriter as well, when I first started, I primarily focused in the sexual wellness spaces and during that, I had always thought of going back to school and becoming a sex therapist. And so being a therapist was always on my radar, but 
I am not a college person. I don't like sitting in classrooms or um, that environment. So going back to college was not it for me at the time. Um, but yeah, I guess I, I saw recently, I read an article about trauma coaching and how you don't have to go to like 500 years of school to do it and you can still help people. And it just really interested me. So that's that's the, the path that I'm on right now is to become a certified trauma coach. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it just felt like a I guess a sign that um, this is this is what I need to be doing right now. I'm able to help people this way. Yeah, and I love that you were willing to pivot. You know, in a way that a lot of us, when we pivot, we try to carry our clients over, maybe finish stuff up. And I'm sure that you didn't just leave people hanging, but copywriting and coaching and trauma coach, being a trauma coach are very different things. And so it's a big shift in your business and your messaging and all the stuff that you're doing. Yes, absolutely. That's, (laughs) that's a hundred percent accurate. I didn't leave anyone hanging. I finished all of my projects and all of my (laughs) clients. I let them, I let them know that I was transitioning and I had, I, I guess I was super lucky that I had so many amazing clients who were who were honestly just like, good for you. Like, that's so amazing. And nothing like, oh, well, oh. <laughs> so that's, that was, that was really nice. <laughs> that helped. All right. So today we're talking about figuring out why you're stuck. So as an entrepreneur, I think we all go through seasons where we fig- feel like we are just stuck in our businesses. We can't figure out our next move. And you know, you talked about people always going to their messaging first. And so I'd love to know, to start out, why messaging is one of those first things we think we need to fix in order to find our dream clients and grow our business. Um, Yeah, so I think it's because it's easy, right? It's, we don't have to dig deep to change something that we already have in front of us to change an Instagram bio or a bio on any of the platforms. It's, and it's also this, uh, this dose of dopamine every time we change it, it's this instant gratification. And so it feels good. And then we're like, yeah, problem solved until the next time. (laughs) Um, so (laughs) I think the reason why messaging is one of the first things we think about, or we think we need to fix is because tweaking something that already exists is just a whole lot easier than digging below the surface at something that hasn't been touched that you probably haven't had to think about or, or wanted to think about before. That makes a lot of sense because working on our messaging feels like work. It feels like we're doing something because we're going in and changing our Instagram bio or the copy on our website. But it, for most of us, it doesn't actually do anything. Yeah. It's like, uh, it, that's yeah, the instant gratification, like, oh my gosh, like that was so great. I did such a good job. And then it's still like, uh, where are the people at? Like, why hasn't this, like, I thought this was going to be the game changer and it isn't. So like, what's really going on? Yeah. So you had also mentioned that messaging applies to more than just business owners and entrepreneurs. So I would love for you to share a little bit about that and how messaging applies to other people. 
Yeah. So I, I think brand messaging is one thing and that's, that's uh, something that I learned being a copywriter. And um, so yeah, that brand messaging has its place, but I think messaging is genuinely about owning our identity and the role that it plays in everything we do, including business, if you have one, but like, if you don't, I think messaging is about saying what feels like you and doing what feels like you. And that's how people remember you for you as a person. They, they're able to recognize and tie those little things to, to you because they know you on this human level and not just what you do or what your career choice is or what you can offer them or what you offer. So yeah, I think messaging deep down and truly is about who you are and not just what you do. And that's why I think it can apply to everybody. That is a really interesting thought. And with so many of us having personal brands that are tied to who we are, you know, we are the ones showing up online. We're the ones that are going to be doing the work. I think it's a really cool way to think about things that Mm -hmm. the stuff we put out there isn't just for our business and we don't have to limit it to, this is the messaging for my business, but we can include our values, the things that we enjoy, the things that we don't like in there as well, because people are connecting to us on a more personal level than they would with a big brand. Yeah, I I think, I truly do think people want to, people in general just want to connect with other people. That's, that's what, that's how we are as humans. Like we want to connect with other people. And so uh, giving that humanizing storytelling uh, part and putting it into your, and weaving it into your business, into your brand is, is so great. I think it's so amazing. And it's, it's so, it's simple because it's, it's just you getting out of your head and, and being like, this is, this is a cool thing I want to share. So I'm going to share it. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we talked about messaging is the first thing we try to do when we're stuck, but what is actually happening when we feel stuck or unclear about what we should be doing in our business and what our next move is? Yeah. So anytime we feel unclear or stuck, it, it means we haven't taken the time to process anything. We haven't given ourselves the chance to sit with those decisions we think we need to make or the situations happening in our lives right now where we haven't given our brains the opportunity to slow down. So our minds are, are clouded and kind of a mess, like a, like a never ending carousel of to-do tasks, right? Um, it's hard for the brain to focus when it doesn't know what to focus on. And, and that's why, that's why we feel stuck. So can you maybe help us to find ways to take that time? Like what are some things you recommend people do if they're feeling stuck, but they want to really get into what the issue is? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. So instead of tinkering with our messaging, and this is coming from someone who also really loves to tinker, I think the the instant gratification is great. But instead of tinkering, what we can do to figure out what's got us stuck in the first place is do something that grounds us. 
So for me, that looks like putting my feet on the earth. It can be sand, it can be grass or dirt, it just, just earth. And then closing my eyes and listening to my breathing and counting my breathing and grounding, like a grounding practice is meant to make you feel safe. So it's like someone wrapping a blanket around you and telling you that they love you. You just feel, you feel safe and you feel secure. And the next thing that we can do is journal about it. I know that not everyone likes to journal. So if that's the case, then talk to yourself out loud about it. Get in front of a mirror and talk to yourself. And the point of this is to avoid reasoning with yourself or putting meaning to everything, which is something the brain likes to do. And I like to call this spiritual research, which is something a dreamy client of mine called it when I told them to do it. And I've loved it ever since. Um, and if spiritual research isn't language that you resonate with, which I recognize, I'll put it in another way because it's super important. Um, interview yourself. Um, just ask yourself questions. And the next thing would be doing something or do something that makes you smile. And that's that seems self-explanatory, but do that thing that you like to do when you have time or do that thing you've been wanting to do but haven't made time for. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be extraordinary. It just needs to, it needs to make you smile. It needs to bring you joy in some way. And, and after you've done all of that, <laughs> uh, check, check in with yourself. Where are you, where are you now with what was keeping you stuck in the first place? Where are you with what you want to accomplish? And, and then what, what's the real reason why you haven't connected with, with dream clients? And this part is going to primarily come from that spiritual research. Um, and that's why I like to journal because it's like a, it's just like a track record of all of my thoughts. But when I do talk to myself, I use a voice notes and I am able to listen back. So there's a way to keep track in either way, but um, I say real reason because we fix our messaging because we think our messaging is the issue. And in reality, it's not a messaging thing. It's an identity thing. It's a confidence thing. It's a worth thing. So, so what's, what's a real reason why? I, I love that you mentioned, you know, we think the messaging is the problem, but it's really deeper than that. Um, I know for me, you know, I could update the copy on my website all day long and think that that's going to bring in new clients, but it's really like, I need to just have conversations and why don't I want to do that? You know, why don't I actually want to talk to people? You know, is it because I'm afraid they won't like me or is it, I mean, sometimes it's because my toddler is screaming in the background on some days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens for business owners when we mess with our messaging instead of addressing the root of the problem, which could be, you know, our feeling like we're not worthy or whatever else that might be that comes up. I think what happens is we end up fixating on that surface issue. Um, I like to compare it to uh, naturopathic medicine, which focuses on the root of what's causing the problem and not just healing or treating the symptoms or um, slapping a bandaid on something, so to speak. 
that's what this is. The, the urge to tweak our messaging is a symptom and identity is the root. And you can treat the symptom all day long, like you're saying with the, the copy on your website, like you can, you can change that and treat that all day long, but until you treat the root and see what the root is, the symptom doesn't really ever go away. You never really ever stop wanting to tweak your messaging. What are some of the common things that you see that are those roots? I know you mentioned a couple, but what are the common ones that you see? And maybe how do you address that for yourself or help your clients address those so that they can really fix, fix what's really going on? So, so yeah, one, one of the things I mentioned was a worth thing. And I do believe that like self-worth is tied to a lot of why we want to change our messaging or um, don't feel comfortable with our messaging. And with some of the clients that I work with, they don't feel like they fit into the, the industry as they are. And so they're constantly trying to, to, um, to replicate what's already out there and to fit into these molds that they don't necessarily need to fit into, but they haven't realized that confidence in themselves that that they are they are worthy just as they are feeling. And so they're constantly comparing themselves to other people. And that's what triggers this, oh, I need to change my messaging. I need to do work this way instead of the way that I actually feel uh, naturally inclined to because this other person's doing it or this is what their bio says. And so it's it's really about, it's really just, taking who you are and taking your personality and what feels naturally good for you in your business and, and being like, I understand that this isn't what everybody is doing, but it is safe to do. I think that safety is a, is a major part of it. Feeling safe to, to be different, to do something differently, to have a different Instagram bio than somebody else. Um, and that's that's something that I find in in some of my clients is they haven't they haven't found that connection yet, um, and so that's what I help them do. And I, I've done it myself. Like I, I I said that I love tweaking my messaging, and that's that's because I'm I'm constantly there are times when I am looking at what other coaches are doing or what other copywriters mm. are doing. And it's, that's, it's a very slippery slope from, oh, I feel super grounded in what I'm putting out. And then the comparison thing starts, the comparison game starts. And it's like, I'm no longer sure of who I am. And that's, that's where all of those uh, techniques, the grounding and the journaling and really just like getting to the bottom of why, why did this one person's bio or, or whatever, like, make me feel uh, less than, like what changed between the time that I put this out into the world and when I was like, oh no, I need to change it. Um, and so it's just finding or linking that together. That's really helpful. And I know personally, the, you know, you talked about the comparison. I think that's so big for people, especially if they have done some tweaks in their business. Maybe they've set some goals for themselves 
And then that's not really moving the needle forward. They're not meeting those goals for whatever reason. And so our first inclination is to go, oh, well, I, I know this other person who does something similar and this is how they do things. So if I just do it like they do, then my business will grow. And, you know, for me, even when I have tried to do that, it still doesn't work. And you feel, you end up feeling like you're just all over the place. You know, I've tried all these different things, nothing is working, but none of it feels true to who I am and what I want to do in my business because it, it's coming from a place of fear and it's coming from a place of, I have to do what everybody else is doing in order to get my next client or whatever it is that I'm working for. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. And it's, it's a scary thing to do something uh, differently, to do something that you don't see. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a scary, scary thing. It's unpaved. It's, it's like uncharted territory and <laughs> you're feeling, you're feeling your way through it as you're going. And it's, yeah, it's intimidating. So it's, it's just important to, uh, to not get sucked into it for too long. Cause I know it happens like comparison happens. Um, it's nothing to like shame yourself about or feel guilty about, but really honing in on those, those ways of getting out of it. So that way you can come back to, to yourself and who you are and, and like, that's okay. It's okay that they're doing it that way because I'm doing it this way and it's going to be just fine. <laughs> Do you ever recommend to people that they change their messaging? Like when is tinkering with your messaging actually going to be productive for somebody? Mm. So I, I have not recommended that anybody change their messaging. I, I don't really think that changing a, changing your bio is going to, to do a lot. I think if you're changing like the copy on your website or you're um, changing like the, the copy in like your, your like social posts or something like that. Um, I think that would come from knowing and, um, and being in that grounded place. So I wouldn't recommend that anybody change their messaging from a, a frazzled, like in the midst of a comparison frenzy, like state. Um, but I also like, if you want to change your messaging, go for it. Just, just do it from a, from a grounded place is what I would say. Yeah, the, the why is super important with that, with the, with the messaging. You, like you said, you have to do it from a place that's, um, that's not from fear, right? It has to be from a, a place where you're, like you, you confidently know that what you're doing is, is for you, is because of something that maybe you have a new idea or like A-B testing, right? Like you, you want to try this out and see how it goes, but 
um, definitely don't do it from a place of, um, I need to change this because this other person has it or, um, or what if this is the reason why I'm not getting any, any signups or any applications? Um, yeah, because that, that'll just be a, a very, a very long and, and deep rabbit hole. <laughs> As we wrap up, I always like to ask people if you could recommend one thing to a friend, what would that be? It can be business related or nothing to do with business. Okay, can I can I recommend two things? Sure. <laughs> um, so the first thing that I want to recommend uh, or that I would recommend to a friend is to romanticize your life, okay? Like treat your life like a like a romantic novel or whatever. Gawk at the sky. Um, like, yeah, we, we spend so much time worrying about every other moment except now. And there's so many beautiful things to see. Um, and as for the other thing that I'd like to recommend, which is hitting home for me because I'm in California as opposed to, to Texas where I grew up is when you find a good taco truck in your neighborhood, never take it for granted. I miss <laughs> my neighborhood tacos so much. And that's, that's what I would like to recommend. <laughs> yeah, I love the idea of romanticizing your life. I think because so many of us are on social media for our jobs, we can, we see the good side, the big picture of other people's businesses, especially and so mm -hmm. that's, we're given a romanticized view of their lives. And we don't really think about how awesome what we have is because we're so caught up in like the little problems of the day-to-day -day stuff. Yes. Yes. Step out of that for a moment. Step out of that. Take a picture of something random, something cool that you see, and then look back at it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So where can people find and connect with you online if they want to learn more about what you're doing or um, hear more about your coaching business and that journey? Yeah, so uh, they can find me on Instagram at warmly Alex Shea and on TikTok at Alex Shea Coaching. Uh, I'm currently working on my new website myself and uh, that'll be up soon, but socials are where I'm kind of hanging out right now. Uh, right. Oh, also on my email list. So which is all my socials. All right, know. perfect. <laughs> yeah, so I thought it'd be really cool to, as a way to, I don't know, just meet other meet other people and help other people. Um, but I'd like to offer a few one-on-one -on -one sessions, uh, 45 minutes long, and you could talk to me about whatever you want. <laughs> um, including messaging if that's if that's where you're at if that's what you're stuck on and you want to you want to clarify and yeah so i i can help you clarify some things and figure out where the disconnect is and awesome. so yeah that's really fun i love doing more of the like personalized um stuff when I get to know people I, you know I do website reviews it's a lot more fun than downloading another pdf that you might never use 
Uh, so yeah. we'll link to, we'll link to that in the show notes if people want to chat with you for that 45 minutes and that way they can connect with you that way as well as on social media. Yeah, beautiful. That sounds great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I love this conversation and just really digging into what's going on in our businesses, especially if for those of us who are in a place where we're just trying to figure out what our next step is. I think this is a really good conversation to start with. Thanks. Yeah, I had a, I had a great time. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, I've loved talking about this with you. Thanks for listening to process to profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show.